Hello, you're listening to Wine Down Wednesday. We're here to give you a taste of local wine, a candid review, and an interesting topic on the side. My name is Morris Haywood, your host, and my co-host is Jeremy Teal. Let's get ready to wine down. Welcome to another episode. Oh, Jesus. Of Wine Down Wednesday. The podcast. Yes, we're here for episode three. This is episode three officially. Officially, yes. Officially. Yes. And that was and, and my teacher always said we have to get past episode eight. Yes. There yes. we go. You read the you read the you read something about that too? No, I just remember you telling me that. Oh. <laughs> Which is why we're frantically trying to get to episode eight. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, it's like we are trying to get there so we can make sure we are not counted as a failure. Yes, yes, exactly. Okay, so wait a minute. I'm, I have a question for you. So if this show could go to episode whatever, okay, what episode would that be? Oh, yep. I feel like by episode twenty, season two, we'll probably. We'll probably be in the live state by then where we have people around us or guest people. I don't know. I think we could get comfortably up to like 110. 110? Like before we like want to murder each other or before Uh, we have to like uh, pass the mic to other people. I do think that it's okay for topical podcasts to switch hosts. Like that's okay. 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 Like I might get burnt out, so there might be a new person next season. And, <laughs> you know, and I might come back season six. So we don't know. <laughs> wow. Okay. It's interesting you say that. Okay, got you. Um so uh let's see this is we're talking about uh wind down Wednesday Yes, though the podcast. Yes, Sorry. there we go. And, and um, yeah, we have wine today. So first of all, let me just say this: I had a wonderful weekend in Boston. I Boston was it. It it really, really helped me get in tune with having a vacation. Like last time we talked about travel, we did we talked about travel last time? And you went to Boston. I did go to Boston. Now, would it be would I go back there again? Maybe. If they paid you. There we go. There you go. See, and that's what you taught me last I, week. They gotta pay you. They gotta pay me. That's good. Make it fun. Good I just found that I can get reimbursed for travel. How like, so? Listen, when I travel as a photographer, I can get reimbursed from other businesses. I never thought about it. So what? I will now just only be traveling for reimbursement. Thank you. Okay. Isn't that hilarious? Oh, wow. Okay. So I, I didn't know that. Honey. Well, you're traveling for reimbursement and for and work. And pro- yeah. And only because it's for work. I can't just make my friends reimburse me for going to the no, birthday party. But that, that's too much. That's too much. But go you. I'm happy that you traveled and it changed your perspective a little bit. How so, can you say, right now, before we how dig so into our wines? How, how so? How did this change your perspective on travel? Oh, yeah. So, um, it was just, it was just, it was a, it was a great experience there. Okay. Um, Boston has a huge, they have a huge Caucasian population, but they have a- From the mountains of Caucasus. The mountains of Caucasus, yes. And they have a a large Hispanic population too as well. Didn't know that. Crazy. I mean, it was like going to Atlanta. No, I'm not going to go to Atlanta. Maybe going to, I don't know, another black city, but uh, going to like a small black city, like a like a Fort Worth. Okay, okay. here let's we go. Say, let's say Fort Worth. Okay, so we went to a Fort Worth Black Pride. Okay, or, or, or oh, I forgot what I was going to say. You were talking about a place with the minority population that is outweighed by uh, whites. 
Yes, and which was Boston, which was Hispanics. Okay. And they had a lot more Hispanics there. They had Hispanics that were, you know, like, they were Haitian, they would have, you know, Hispanics that were, like, Mexican, Latino, and Mexican, and Spanish, Puerto Rican, yeah, and, Brazilian, know, Rican. And yeah. And it was so phenomenal to see that. That's great. Like, it was, it was affirming to go in this community, and they were so welcoming. Everyone was so welcoming. I, 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 I wouldn't have thought Boston. So no new baby daddy named Enrique yet? No. Okay. You know, Enrique's are always fun. Listen, I have not have a met an ugly one yet. Child. Yes, Enrique's are always fun. Okay, so no, yeah, but no, but no baby daddies. No, like no baby daddies. No. There okay. was some possible. In that case, we're getting into the wine. Okay, let's get If y'all don't wine. know this, Wine Down Wednesday, the podcast, is about wine and also fun topics. We will reveal the topic after this, but you've already read it, so it's not like you don't know what the topic is. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but this week, we're going to be drinking the Salt Lake Cellars Barbecue White Wine, which is a white wine blend, and uh, it's some, they grow it somewhere, child. Oh, it's grown in Driftwood, Texas. Yes, God. Now, I'm convinced that this Salt Lake Cellars is the Salt Lake Barbecue Place. Yes. I think it is. Now, it could also be something else. We don't know. Okay, okay. That, that it could be. Could it, be another. But it's called Barbecue White. Barbecue White. Is that right? That's right. Barbecue White. It doesn't say anything about the restaurant on the front of it, so I'm assuming it's not that. But we gonna see what barbecue whites give in Salt Lake Cellars. Okay, Salt Lake Cellars. I gotta, I gotta pour, I gotta pour uh, Morris's glass. Hold, please. Morris, that's plenty. Thank you so much. Okay. Okay, here we go. Now, if y'all don't know this, we rate this on a scale of one to ten. One being get it away from me. Ten being throw it down my gauntlet. Uh, we see how this goes, but first we cheers. That works. Um, whew, okay, let's do it. Here we go. Okay. Well. All right. All right. Salt Lake okay. Cellars Barbecue White. Okay. Okay. Wow, you getting excited over this? Mother uh, is excited about this. Oh my god. Okay. So, um, who, who goes first? I'm going first. You're going first. Oh, my goodness. I'm Here going we go. Salt Lake Cellars, Barbecue White. Let me tell you, I'm giving you a hardcore eight and a half. That's right. Eight and a half. Because as soon as I put an ice cube in there, <laughs> it's going to be a nine. I can tell you right now, when I put an ice cube in there, it's going to turn into the next generation. Oh yes. Goodness. Eight and a half for me, Salt Lake. Eight and a half. Okay. If I had some ice, I would do that, but I don't. Um, Jeremy, you know, I, listen, it's, this is not me. I am not Mr. Salt Lake. Uh, you, you love the Salt Lake. I'm obsessed. Okay, so I'm not going to give it a high grade like okay. you did. Okay, all right. Uh, but I will give points to, a couple points. Here we go. The sweetness of it. Mm-hmm. I'll give points to the, it's not too heavy. Mm-hmm, true. Um, I'll give points to... Those two, the points I'm gonna the give. point, the heavy and and the, the sweetness. Points. Got it. So I'm gonna add that two with a four. Okay, this is the lowest so far on our podcast. Everybody, <laughs> four is the lowest we've given, <laughs> not just collectively but individually. No, 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 no. I meant to say I'm adding two to four, and so I'm getting six. Giving a six. So Never mind. Take so, that back. Yes. So this is a six. And Jimmy, I, I, I appreciate the wine. I mean, I'm going to drink this. Oh, I'm going to drink it too. <laughs> but yeah, this reminds me of 
Um, a party wine. Oh, this is a party wine. It, it, it's a party wine. I want like six of these in a cooler on ice. On ice. And I'm going to put a huge straw in it. Okay. And I'm not even going to use the cup. Wow. I'm going to just drink it out of the bottle, like one of those wine straws. Okay, okay. With a koozie around my bottle. Like okay. it's my own bottle. Okay. I'm obsessed with this. This is... So, so, okay, wait, wait, wait. How many times have you drunk? I haven't. This is the first time I've ever heard of this. Oh, really? I was quite literally in the grocery store in the Texas aisle, which is... By the way, we only drink Texas wines, at least for season one. We're going to run out of Texas wines eventually. Um, but yeah, this was right next to its companion, the Barbecue Red, so mm-hmm. I got both. And spoiler alert, we're going to be drinking that next episode. Okay. <laughs> right. right. That's a good one. That's a good one. So yeah, this okay. This is cute. Um, okay. So like I said, I'm giving it a six. Um, you did an eight and a half. I did eight and a half. I'm telling you, if there were ice in this household, <laughs> y'all would get a sloppy not. podcast because I would be drunk. Really? I would, absolutely. Okay, well, cheers to that. Speaking of sloppy, what is our topic, Morris? Oh, okay. So this to- this topic is... So I ha- so this weekend, of course, I went to... Um, I went to, like you mentioned Boston, like I mentioned Boston. And I had a great time, and I felt like it was a great experience. But one thing that was really horrible oh. was the fact that the, the friend that I went with said, I never met your family. Okay. And this friend is just a friend. I mean, it's just, yeah. just a friend. And so, so I want to talk about family. Okay. That's the topic today. It's wow. Family. While I drink white wine, you want to talk about family. I do want to talk about I family. I am so happy I can't get drunk for this oh one. Oh, my goodness. Okay. That so, I'm going to ask you about that. Okay. Because, I, mean, I mean, family is important. And we're not talking about just regular old family. Yeah, like, we're like talking blood. about chosen family and yes. family of work and all that good stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Like yourself. You're family to me. Correct. Same. And, and, I, and, I, and I, you know, you know I, I'll, I'll, I speak to you more than I speak to my brother, actually. That's same. Okay. <laughs> so no wonder. Okay. Same. So, but I consider you. I consider my, my circle of family, and I, and I think, in my, my opinion, like that's the true family that I, I always wanted and loved. Okay. Um, as I'm in my family house. Yeah. But it, it's different, I guess. So, so I, like I mentioned before, I was in Boston. Uh, my the friend that I was with said I never met any of your family and. And it, it set me off because I'm typically a friendly guy. So yeah. you don't, if you don't know my family, if you've been in my house and not know my family, that, that's a that, that, that's a problem for me. I mean, I've met one of your family. You don't have a huge family either. Well, well, not a huge local family that's like very available. Like, it's not like you have your cousins over every week. You know, it's not like you see your, your, your grandma on the weekends. Like, that's, that's just not the lifestyle you live with your family. It's not because they don't exist. It's just because y'all don't hang out that often. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. I think it's okay. You think it's okay? Yeah. I mean, would you want to see your family more often? No. Or less God, often? no. And okay. I say God, no, because I only I like to see not just my family and not just my chosen family, but I don't want to see nobody all the time. Like, oh. I'm married to somebody and I don't want to see him all the damn time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it's no shade. It's just yeah. the truth. You don't want to be bombarded with obligation to see people because you know them. Like, gross. I want to see you because I want to see you. Not because you are obligated to be seen. Oh. At least that's my opinion on it. Okay. Well, that that's interesting. That's an interesting opinion. I, I, I just, I just feel like I, I felt I felt awful that this person did not know who my family was. And because you wanted to tell them. Well, no. Show them more of your family. I want to show them more of my family, but my, I, but as soon as we when we met my cousin, my cousin was up there too as well, right? Yeah. And so as soon as we met my cousin, 
um, he was like, wow, this is the first time I've ever met any of your family. And mm. he's met all of my family. Okay. So now I feel awful because he mentioned that I met all of his, and I did meet all of his family. Mm-hmm. He, as a, as a best friend, as a good Judy, like I should be, that should be the first thing you should meet, or that should be at least the tenth thing you meet. Okay, in my family. Okay. So, so I. But just, he's also more family centric than you are. It's what if we're not talking about if we're talking about the person I think we're talking about. Yeah. Then didn't this person like doesn't this person go like far and beyond for their family often? Yes. yes. So like they are. Very close to their family, but then, but then this is the other, this is the part of it. So I also think, like for you, for example, you mm-hmm. said, "Oh, the one you really saw," like, and then you had to count it in your head. You had to think one or two, people, maybe yeah, one or two. But I do have a lot more family. Okay, and so I feel bad that my friend, my dear friends, can't see the family that I have. Got it. Okay, well, that's all right. The family that I, I, I have. I wouldn't. I personally would just. I'm, I am excluding you from that thought when it comes to me. You are allowed to withhold whatever family members you want from me. I do not feel any kind of way about it. I'm okay with that. Um, I will say that I am not, I wouldn't say I have a very close knit family in the kind of textbook Madea family, you know, idea of it. But my, you know, when it goes, when it goes down, we're ready. We do what we have to do for and with each other. But I mean, I'm not, I don't call my mom twice a day. I don't, check on my brother every other week you know like i'm we're not like that and that's okay and i think it's okay for here people to hear that it's all right that you don't worship the ground your families walk upon mm. or you just let you can't just let them get away with anything it gets a lot of people in trouble the, that obligation piece yeah it does especially if you're like the if you're in a gay uh, if you let's say you're the only gay family member and you don't have any kids but everybody else has kids mm-hmm. your mother and your aunts or your cousins whoever who are uh, you know, basically older than you say, well, you don't have any kids. Why don't you take care of this issue? Or, mm-hmm. you know, why don't you, you know, you don't have it. You're, you're free. You're open to do nothing. Why don't you take care of this issue? And I see that a lot. I see that a lot with within our community, at least, yeah. or at least with, within the, within the, the no child communities. Absolutely. And I have a problem with that. Oh, I know? have a huge problem. With I, that. I, I just don't, I don't see why it's fair for someone who doesn't have a family to not, to, to be, to be open whenever you want to be open. I don't understand like, it either because your life is yours. Yeah. I mean, I, I still have to pay my bills. I yes. still have to work out. But anyways, I, I just, I, I kind of felt like icky with this. Well, not wanting to do something in in a, a more traditional uh, Christian-based black family, because I'm black, you're black, mm-hmm. um, is, it's, sorry, that is not what I want to say. Restart what I'm saying. Okay. To be a part of a traditional Christian-based Black family, uh-huh. as a Black person, uh-huh. I have noticed that a great deal of it is guilt, shame, and obligation, mm. and not a lot of choice, and that has always bothered me from a very young age. So when I, I essentially told myself when I got older, I wasn't dealing with this. If I didn't want to do something, I wouldn't go do it. Mm-hmm. If I saw a problem, I was going to call it out, this, that, and that. And it turns you into the person who's difficult, right? It's like, oh, you know, here he comes. Like, yeah, here I come, because... You're not going to talk to me any old way. Mm. You're not going to try and obligate me to doing something that mm-hmm. you signed up for. I don't want to watch your kids. They're your fucking kids. I don't want to pay your bills. Stop buying shit. Like, it didn't buy... It, it, that doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. I can see how that bothers a lot of people. They feel very obligated to do what their families ask of them. Mm. And that's fine as long as you don't complain to me about it. Like, yeah. by all means, complain. Just turn it the other way. Do not look at me. I don't want to talk about... You know, how much you hate this, that, and this, and then you go and do it. Mm. 
This will be the last time I let you complain to me. <laughs> uh, uh, you sound like an abuse. It sounds like you have an abusive relationship. And it's not abusive. I avoided abuse by saying no a lot. And I do it all the time. Like, I will get call. I get calls from family members asking for things that have not poured anything into me or what I have done or yeah. have helped me succeed in any way. And they get a no. Like, it's an upfront no. I don't even hear the question half the time. It's like, I don't want to answer your question with a yes or no. The answer is no. That's it. What's my husband's name? Where do I live? What do I do for a living? If you don't know those three basic things, then why on earth would you call and ask me for $200? Uh, 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 uh. I, I, and what is it for? You got a fresh pair of Jordans on. There oh, your $200 right there. Baby, won't they do it? I'm just saying. Won't like, they do it? I know I know. broke. I've been broke before. Uh, and, but I'm still pretty damn fabulous. And I ain't calling ask nobody for shit. Hello. You don't. And it ain't because I got a man. Because my man don't buy me nothing. I love him, but he don't do that. That's not his life. <laughs> <laughs> that has never been his ministry. That's never been his ministry. You know what? That was a that was a punch from you. I mean, it was it was. I felt like there was a lot of tension. Yeah, that you have, and it, it comes off that way because yeah. it's very confident. Like I confidently say yes. no to a lot of things, <laughs> and it seems aggressive because most people aren't used to someone saying no and like meaning it. Yeah, and I, there is no explanation really. Most people don't even get what you just got. The answer is just no. Okay, no, just no. Not because no. No, okay. it's just because. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> and if you can't figure that out, then that's on you. Okay. And yeah. I know who I can ask for things and who I can't ask for things because yeah. there are, well, sorry, I said that back. I use the same rule in return. If I haven't done anything to further you, help you grow, I don't know. If I haven't really been or done anything for and with you, mm-hmm. I'm not going to call you and ask you for anything. Mm. And that's not pride. That's just me playing by my own rules. Yeah. Okay, and and I, I yeah okay that was that was deep that that actually got me thinking on another level. I always think about my uh, my friends like my friends is my first family contact like yeah you know like you guys like you know, people in my circle around me and I, I a lot of gay people have a lot of gay guys I think have that first trust and family is a real thing. Yeah. I mean that that's like a thing that. I don't know. I just feel like it's just something that just is a great thing to have a chosen family. Well, they're the ones I would be- I believe that our chosen families are the ones that do you want some more white wine? Uh, I'm gonna drink some more. I'm- yeah, this. Yeah, well, uh, actually, um, what we what we gonna do because this show is actually a, uh, a small smaller show. We should open that wine for part two. Okay. You, or do you want to do that for? Uh, uh, I don't care. A part two as in another episode? Yeah, because what happens is we're going to end this episode, like, right in the middle. And, mm-hmm. and then what we'll say is uh, we'll restart. No, that doesn't work like that. I was trying to... You know how you said you wanted to have two episodes, right? Yeah, but we might as well finish this one. I know. Like, we're not even finished talking about family yet. <laughs> well, we, 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 that wraps it up. No, it doesn't. You haven't said anything. <laughs> I've talked this entire time. Well, okay, so... Oh. <laughs> I am giving this a cut. No. <laughs> no. Wait, wait, wait. I was, that was the good wrap-up. That was a terrible wrap-up. Oh. Like, we ended on, <laughs> no, because. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? No. We haven't talked about, we haven't talked enough about chosen family. We're talking about families that we want in our future. Okay. Do we want a family? What does family okay. mean to you? All that shit. Okay. Well, first of all, ask that to yourself. Do you want a family in the future? Do you, do you want to have the beauty of of childhood. God, or, no. Or the beauty of 
anniversary hood? Uh, I mean, I th Lionel's obviously my family, but um, no, I like the idea of being an uncle more than I like the idea of being a dad. I like being Uncle Jeremy and I love being like Mr. Jeremy. I think it's super fun. And uh, no, no kids for us. Maybe a dog or two in the future, but no time soon. We're too busy. But, but, but when you get not too busy, a right. child? No child. No child. No child. Enough kids in the world. We got plenty we can take care of. But you, okay. I don't need my own like personal child. Okay. We have plenty access to plenty of children if uh, we want. If we want to help, <laughs> we can help plenty of kids. Okay, I see. I see. I see. What about you? Well, as for... Do you want the kids? Do you yes. want the, the picket fence and the dog? And Well, I'm just a little bit older than you. By year. Uh, yes, it does. My grandmother remarried and was she 50? She'd have been like 52. And when she died at 78, her and her partner were still very much together and in love. Oh, okay. And she that would have been marriage three for her. So, oh, wow. And not, they all died. So, aside from Mr. Stanley, he's the only one. He Let's survived see. him. He survived her. Okay. So, it's never too late. Okay. I don't believe it's ever too late, personally. You'll leave and it ain't like you got to worry about being able to bear the child. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Not physically, anyway. Right. <laughs> Maybe mentally. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't, have to, I don't have to be nervous about that. It's like, like I don't know. I'm not going to be pregnant and no. have to that out of my pussy. No, you don't have to do that. Although I'd imagine you pregnant would be fantastic. Oh my goodness, that would be horrible. I could not be pregnant. Oh, it would be so good. Oh my goodness. It would be an emotional roller coaster. I could just, I can see, I feel like you'd be one of those like organic moms who, who would like put pillows around their belly and like, <laughs> would like pray to it and like sleep in a certain way. And like, you wouldn't let people touch you and you wouldn't go anywhere because you wouldn't want to get COVID. It's like, uh, I can't die. I would be that, that pregnant I feel like person. you'd be a very anal pregnant woman. Really? Yes. Would you be able to Glass bottles, one? breastfeeding, organic food, like the no. whole nine. Child, that's too much. I'm saying, I just feel it. I would probably be getting some whole milk. Uh, okay, word. And, 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 and some, some powder. And some powder, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some Similac. Some Similac. Protein powder, even. We don't know. Oh. Maybe it'd be all right. Get a little pre-workout. Get it going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Do you, think they, do you think they do that to babies? God, I hope not. <laughs> Okay. I hope they don't give babies pre-workout. <laughs> I also kind of hope that baby food is just pre-workout. Like, I hope they remarketed it and we're <laughs> just eating baby food as pre-workout. That's kind of what I want. Oh, my goodness. It's funny. Uh, whoever makes pre-workout, tell us the secret. Is it is it baby food? Is it really baby food? Is it really baby food? We can handle the truth. Because it looks like. It looks like baby. It's just powder shit. So it's like we wouldn't know it was in it. Mm. It could be ground up humans for all we know. Well, that wraps up families today. The, the topic of family. <laughs> I guess it does wrap up. We, we buried it in the ground. We have not buried it. Oh, okay. But okay. Okay. Yeah, that works. Well, I guess uh, thanks for talking to us about family. If family means something to you, feel free to comment somewhere in the world. Be great. <laughs> and uh, check out the next Wind Down Wednesday. Uh, so thank you for joining us again for a great episode of Wind Down Wednesday. The podcast! We will see you like uh, next. We'll see you not this Wednesday, but the other Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday after next. That's right there. Yeah. As my grandmother would say. Yes. Okay, bye. All right, have a good one. Thanks for joining myself, Morris Haywood, and my co-host, Jeremy Teal, on this Wind Down Wednesday. We'll see you every other Wednesday on platforms like Spotify, 
YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and love on us. This show was produced and directed by Morris Haywood and co-produced by Jeremy Teal.